everybody and welcome to episode four of the Franchise Marketing Show. I'm joined by Mark today. Hello, Mark. Hello, you all right? Very well, thank you. Yourself? Yeah, good to see you. Yeah, and you, and you. Very <laughs> nice to see you. Today we are talking about SMS marketing, text messaging marketing, which um, I think is an interesting topic because I think it's something very few people do. Yeah, it's something that I wasn't aware of getting many SMS like messages from businesses. Um, but after talking to our guest today, um, I was I sort of realised, oh, I do get more than I initially thought. Um, so it's something I hadn't, re- I've never used for my own business, um, and I was interested to find out how it would work within franchising as well. Yeah, absolutely. It's a, it's a weird one, isn't it? Because in theory, SMS marketing has been around for way before social media. Like it's been it's been mm. around for ages, hasn't it? Since we've had uh, mobile devices, really, um, and. It's probably gone through evolutions. Like I remember there was a time when text marketing was quite a big thing. And then it's kind of like gone out of trend a little bit. But I think it is coming back more and more. Um, so it, it, it's interesting to explore it a bit more. And for me, the, the interesting thing is, and I was thinking a bit more about the use of text messaging and marketing and stuff. A lot of marketing that we do these days is quite passive. So like if you think of social media marketing or a lot of advertising that, that businesses do, it's quite passive. It's not very direct sales-based, is it? Um, but when you actually think of a text message, it is much more direct. Like, you're going straight to someone's phone. The likelihood is their phone pings. They're going to look at that message straight away. It feels a lot more sales-based than putting out social media posts, for example. Yeah, like, I think like with, for example, like this is a very passive way of marketing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But if you do send something to someone's phone, it's telling them to react to something right there and then. So um, when I'm talking to Naveen in the um, in the interview, um, one of the um, examples I give is I was walking past Domino's in Andover and I got a text from Domino's saying it's like two for Tuesday, whatever like that. And then it's basically asking me to go and buy a pizza right then and there. Um, whereas like there's no other way of really doing that other than a text. Did, so was that Domino? Was that clever tech where Domino's knew you were? Knew local? I was in there. So I'd signed up to whatever list when I'd bought a Domino's in the past, and then whenever I get within a certain radius of the shop in Andover, I get a text. Yeah, that's good. I mean, that's, that's a great. Use of, uh, it's funny actually, but I was thinking of examples of companies that I can think of doing text messaging. Domino's is actually okay. one that comes to mind. So it's obviously a huge part of their like marketing mix, isn't it? Doing text message marketing, I like. I, don't, I think I've only ordered from Domino's a couple of times because my son mm. loves Domino's pizza. So they've obviously got my phone number and I feel like every time my son wants a takeaway or we're thinking about it, I seem to get a text message and offer. <laughs> and it, it can't be because they know we're thinking about that. But I just think they are very savvy to when people are probably the types of times a day and the types of day and yeah. the time in the month, all those different kind of things when when people are probably thinking about a takeaway and they just send those texts at the kind of optimum moment. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to start noticing that now because the other one I get is the Curry House in Andover as well. Okay. So like every like third Friday or something like that, I get a text from them saying it's like 20% off or something like that. But it is weird. And then through lockdown as well, I got quite a few texts from them because obviously they're relying on that for their business. It, it's a weird thing though, isn't it? Because like I think of text marketing... And it feels like it has the ability to be massively frustrating to the consumer, like mm. receiving a text message. I, I used to think about this with emails a bit. The, the very nature of sending someone a text is it's going to interrupt what they're doing and they're going to look at their phone and it's got the real possibility to annoy someone, hasn't it? Mm. Um, do you think that happens at the moment or is it a case of we don't get many text messages mar- from a marketing point of view that we don't get to annoy? 
Yeah, so it, f- for me, when I get, like, with the Domino's one, the only thing I thought was that's quite clever. Uh, but, like, with when I get emails, for example, from businesses, my initial reaction is just to delete. Like, I won't read it. So, like, 99% of them will just go straight away and be deleted. If I know it's from, this is just, like, one of those round-robin letters, like, newsletter kind of things. But with a text, it's kind of, because it's sort of saying, I might not want to buy that product or service right then, but it's just like, oh, okay. It'll make me think about it. Yeah, but I wonder whether it's because we don't get as many text messages Yeah, it's got to be that. Because WhatsApp's kind of superseded texting, hasn't it, really? Like, most, like, your personal chats are via WhatsApp. Um, emails, we kind of got to the point where people <coughs> got frustrated with email marketing. Um, but I, I feel like they're less frustrated as they used to be. A good example is LinkedIn. Like, when you used to message someone on LinkedIn or Messenger on LinkedIn... Um, I felt like that was quite a nice platform for communications, but now yeah. we're all fed up at LinkedIn because everyone's like, you're getting so many sales messages on there. So I wonder whether um, part of the attraction of text message marketing at this very point in time is that people don't get that many texts and there's not that many businesses doing it. And that might be part of the opportunity. Yeah, and again, this is something that uh, Naveen talks about in the interview as well, is just um, like you've got to be aware of when you do it and... Uh, not sort of overload it so don't just send text after text after text it's just sort of every now and again and know when to send it and who to send it to so not, don't send it to all your list but send it to certain people that you know are going to react to it yeah cool maybe we should get to the interview i have mentioned it a lot of times so yeah, should <laughs> probably should, probably should. cool so this is my interview with naveen jane um from clavio um i was aware of him i listened to him on a podcast and i thought he'd be the perfect person to talk to about sms marketing so here he is um, so my name is Naveen. I've been with Clavio. Um, tomorrow is actually my four-year anniversary at Clavio, which is insane. When I joined, we had 100 employees. We're up to about 1,250 today, um, which is incredible. I manage our customer growth team. Um, our customer growth team is focused on highlighting the value of SMS um, as a channel to our customers. Um, we're really focused on helping brands understand why leveraging email and SMS together um, is the most important way to, to use both of those channels. I've seen far too many times businesses use email through one platform and SMS through another, and they just don't communicate with the, um, through both of them effectively because they might just be repeating content. Uh, they might send the exact same uh, content in an email that they send in a text message and subscribers start to get frustrated and annoyed with this. So uh, that's what my team is here to do. And I help oversee that team. Cool. So you've mentioned SMS and email as um, what, like putting those together. How can you use those together effectively? Yeah, absolutely. So I think one of the most important things is like understanding the message and content that you're looking to send out. If you're looking to send out something that's absolutely urgent, like a flash sale, a promotion, um, if you have a new store opening, something like that, leveraging SMS is going to be the best way to do that because it gets in front of the subscriber in a much faster manner. I mean, if you think about it for yourself, when I get a text message, I look at it right away. When I get an email, it goes into my promotions tab, my spam folder, or gets to my inbox, but I don't look at my phone immediately. So to me, the best way to use email and SMS together is when you understand the content that you're looking to send. Urgent matters, send through text if you have um, phone numbers and consent to send them. Long form content, content that can be saved, um, like directions to a store, something like that, send through email because that way it 
you know, you can look at it later with text messages. Again, you get so many messages, it might go down like where you don't see it with an email. You can save it. You can forward it really easily. So it's really depending on the content. That's how that's the best way to leverage email and SMS together. Yes. When I've, I don't really get a lot of SMS messages from businesses, but I do get a lot of emails. And the one thing I've noticed with emails that they uh, with business emails, where it's sort of like the, the newsletter type thing, my first reaction is just to delete it so how do you yes. get how do you get past that like feeling with sms sms messages for people to go oh actually i'm going to find out more and i'm going to i'm going to engage with this what how do you make it not annoying and how do you get people to engage with it effectively yeah absolutely so i think to take a step back um one thing that i'm going to call out is like to get the consent from a subscriber to send them they have to actively say like yes i'm interested so like list sizes for example they're going to be one tenth the size of an email list like if someone has an email list of a hundred thousand subscribers i would estimate that they'll have between eight and twelve thousand sms subscribers after let's say three to four months so you're you're already cutting down those people that aren't going to engage. If I give you if I give my phone number to a brand, I want to hear from them. So I'm definitely going to engage more. Now, it's a great question. How do you not annoy them? You annoy you don't annoy them by don't don't send me the same content. If I get an email and then I get a text message with the exact same content, I'm going to unsubscribe, I'm going to delete, I'm going to opt out. If you um, send me a message with differing content at the exact same time, that's annoying for me as well. Like I, I can't, I, I'm sure that this has happened to you. mentioned you don't have a lot of SMS marketing. So for me, what annoys me the most is when I go and sign up on a website and I give them my phone number and email and they send me a welcome message through email and text at the exact same time, or I abandon my cart and I get a text and email at the exact same time. That is unbelievably annoying. And it could be because I, you know, I signed up for, probably 10 people's worth of SMS marketing programs. But if you think about it from your perspective, if you get an email and a text at the exact same time about the same topic, that's what's annoying. So the best way to stop annoying your subscribers is to communicate them via the right channel. If someone is an SMS subscriber, use SMS first. Another really cool thing that some brands do is if you might have their phone number, but you might be you know, more focused on email. What you could do is send a couple emails. And if they don't open or engage with that email, then send them an SMS message to see if that triggers their engagement. That's something that's really powerful. You can create like segments call or where it's like unengaged. So someone has received five emails in the last 30 days and has opened or clicked an email zero times, then send them a text message if you have their phone number. That's how you stop annoying people by leveraging data and targeting them in the most meaningful manner. Yeah, that's really interesting um, to actually like put some thought into it rather than just... Oh, don't blast. Do not. Yeah. A lot of people, when they first get SMS marketing set up, they're like, I'm just going to send messages to everybody because they gave me their phone number. Absolutely not. Like you want to be very, very selective with the messages you send out via SMS. Um, But the, the best brands that are doing this are are doing just that. Like they may have a list of a hundred thousand phone numbers that they can send to. They will send to 10 or 15,000 every month because the other 85,000, 
the content that they're looking to send isn't relevant to them. So don't waste a message on those people. Yeah, just thinking about how to use it effectively. Like I've just thought like you've jogged my memory of two times I've seen it used really effectively. Um, the first is when I was in like in the town centre in Andover here and I sort of was within the vicinity of Domino's Pizza and I get a text saying, oh, you get 10% off or it's like that, there's an offer for Domino's Pizza. And I thought, I didn't really want pizza at the time, but I did think it was very clever that I was in that vicinity. So I was literally just around the corner mm-hmm. from it. And I thought that's very clever. Uh, and the other one was I was with somebody and he was going to a Brentford game that night. So a football game. And he just got a text saying, really looking forward to seeing you at the game tonight. And just like a bit of information about like COVID restrictions and stuff like that. And they said, mm-hmm. I bet you don't get that from your club. Uh, and I don't, I do. I, I started to get emails from them now about, all these COVID restrictions and stuff you've got to fill in beforehand. But mm-hmm. yeah, I didn't, I've never got a text from them. Um, so yeah, those are two ways I, f- I thought it's been used really well. So what ways have you seen that it's been used really, really effectively? Yeah, I think um, those are really good call outs. I think like, especially with COVID restrictions, like text messages are just so valuable. Like I've gone to games um, here um, and I've get I've gotten text messages where it's like, um, like the city of Boston uh, has a mask mandate. So make sure you wear your mask, make sure you bring your vaccination cards. Like that's super helpful. I'll, I'll call it the transactional SMS um, messages is, is what really works the best. So like, if you're thinking from like a business perspective, like if I buy something, I love getting shipping confirmations through text because that way I know like, okay, like, like I, um, I ran out of dog food, um, for for cocoa i still have a, an emergency stash but i ran out of a little bit and i i ordered from um from the place i always order from and they sent me a text message like hey it got delayed a day it's going to come tomorrow and i was like all right coco i'm going to give you some extra treats because i screwed up and and it was fine but i love that transactional messages coming to me especially for like shipping confirmation because i need to know that right away i think other things um like when when COVID was a little bit less and I was going into the city more like stores were telling me like, Hey, we live in a crazy world. We're open. I love that because that was really helpful for me to know. So that way I could be like, okay, I'm going to go here. Or my favorite restaurants were telling me like, Hey, we're open. Like we have outdoor dining. We have heaters. We have those igloos. Like these are all really important things for me to hear because it helps me plan. So like that was really valuable. I think like these are what we call like the transactional messages, the marketing efforts to me, the brands or businesses that do it the best, they're not overdoing it. I know that's a very simplistic way to think about it, but like they're really like, if someone signs up for an SMS program, you should immediately send them a text message saying like, Hey, thanks for signing up. Here's like how often you're most likely going to hear from me. You can feel free to text stop to opt out. If you have questions, reach out or whatever that might be. But you definitely want to let them know who you are and this is your number and and all of that. Some of the other like marketing efforts that definitely work well. um, Abandoned cart, like I said, that is probably the most powerful um, SMS flow or triggered message that we've seen just because, you know, I go online and I look at so many different things and, and I'm like, Oh, you know, I, I, I didn't think I needed that, but now I do. And and it just, you know, I'm buying stuff for my dog, my daughter. And, and it's like, okay, like, you know, that 
book, that toy that I put in my cart, but you know, I didn't buy at the time. You're going to give me a, an offer. You're going to get me expedited shipping. You're going whatever it might be. I'm like, yeah, okay, I'll move forward with that. So like for the marketing purposes, the welcome and the abandoned cart ones are really good. Another thing that I really, really like um, from brands is reviews. So we all know how powerful reviews are either about the product, about the business, about the store or franchise, whatever that might be. I love getting, or I love seeing brands that are sending messages out. Like, how did we do? What did you think? How is the toy working? How is the food? Whatever that might be. And that way you can build content based off of actual reviews. And if I get a text message from a brand, like first off, if I've given my phone number to a brand, that means that I like them and I do want to hear from them. So if I get a text message back after I've made a purchase or gone to a place and they ask me to review, much more likely to do that because I'm like, well, yeah, I, I love these people. I'm happy to do that. And that's what then they can use to target others in the future. Yeah, that's really interesting. Um, I, I love that. Um, yeah, that you can use it in marketing purposes. Because so that was what I was thinking. Because as you were saying about like the uh, shipping details, I realized, oh, yeah, I get loads of them. Uh, and then I also get one from the NHS here where it was like, remember to get your booster jab mm-hmm. for, for the vaccine. And I, I remember I got 12 within the course of about two hours uh, over Christmas where I was just like, get your booster, get your booster, get your booster. And I just thought, it's way too much. Yeah, that's too much. That, <laughs> that is, um, they might've been really excited to yeah. try to get everyone to get their booster, which is fine. And it's very important. Um, but yeah, that's overdoing it. And that's where like now, NHS, you're probably not going to stop from getting messages because like it's they're the stuff that they send you is really important. And like, obviously like, I'm not going to unsubscribe or opt out of messages from the city of Boston or Massachusetts. Cause like, those are really important. But like, if that was a business, you would immediately stop. Yeah. And that's what I, that's, that's what I like to say is like, you got to be very careful and you want to, you want to leverage data. The other thing that I like to say is like, I could give you my phone number, but I don't open or I don't click on the messages that you send me, but I do open and click on your emails. You should have the data so that way you can actually see that. And that way you could target messages to me via the channel that I care more about. If I'm an email opener, send me an email. Like why waste a text message on me? And I think that's why data is so important here is like you want to have as much data as possible so that way you can target individuals in the right manner. Because again, even though you might have my phone number and consent to text me as a business, I might not want to receive a message from you. But if I get an email, you know, maybe I'm maybe I'm on my computer doing work and I get an email and I'm like, you know what, let me take two minutes to just check this out. And that causes me to actually engage don't like don't send a message just to don't send a text just to send a text yeah so i'm guessing there's a way of because where you you see that you can see when people open emails you can see when people engage with the text as well Mm -hmm. yes absolutely um a lot of systems can do that again um uh, i'm not going to plug clavio too much but clavio absolutely has that ability um to to allow you to segment data based off of engagement on SMS and, and email, but really most hopefully the, whatever tool businesses are using can do that. Um, but that is something that is really important. Like you want to understand um, how individuals are engaging with you and then target them in the right manner. 
And are, are there any particular sectors where you see it work really, really well? Like I, I've worked with a couple brands that do like um, uh, melatonin, like sleeping. They help you with sleep. They're uh, like, yeah. don't forget this because you're going to stay up all night. And like, that's a phenomenal text message because like, it's correct. If people take it every night, they don't want to miss it. Um, another thing is like cosmetics. It works really well. And like, if you get a uh, lip balm, eyeliner, whatever that might be, and it lasts two months, if they haven't bought um, again after 50 days, send them a message being like, Hey, don't run out. Um, so those are some of the product, like the consumable good products, I think definitely work well. Another one where SMS um, works really well. And, and I think it does correlate with like stores is also like luxury items. So a lot of, um, a lot of businesses, um, like when I go and look for like an exercise equipment, I'm not just going to go impulsively buy something for $500. Like I'm going to look at it. I'm going to go to six other sites. I'm going to come back. I'm going to go to five more. I'm going to come back. SMS marketing works really well. We're like, if you have like, um, uh, it's called like, uh, you could do like browse abandoned or like even just abandoned cart, like sending a text message, like, Hey, if you have any questions, email us or reach out to us and we're happy to help you because those luxury items are obviously less impulsive. I may have questions. So if I can talk to someone at the business, they can reassure me that like, this is really good for me. Like I have a friend who runs a jewelry company. He loves SMS marketing because he reaches out to people that like abandon their cart. Um, I think he does it. Like if they abandon their cart three times over the span of two weeks, he sends them a text message like, Hey, if you have any questions, give us a call. And he's seen that convert really well because people will call him like, yeah, you know, I don't know the sizing, the color, the shape, whatever that might be. And then he's able to get them on a phone call with his, with a sales consultant and they close so much business that way. And, and he doesn't have a store, but he's told me that like the business is looking at like stores. Um, so like he would easily tell them like, Hey, if you have any questions, feel free to drop by the store. So this I think can work really well for like businesses that are for franchise businesses, like come to your local store and, and we'll answer any questions, try it on, test it out, whatever it might be. Um, samples, like if it's a, like there's so many different ways. So like, those are some of the benefits of, in some of the industries and, and sectors that I think can see really good results from SMS marketing. Yeah. You very well preempted my next question as well, which is about <laughs> how, how does it fit in with franchises? And I can see, with like active kids activities franchises if they've got classes coming up say like on a tuesday they can send them a text the day before oh absolutely like yeah. before reminding them and then with with franchisee recruitment as well if they keep coming back to this site and keep looking at it keep watching the videos maybe keep like starting to fill in the forms or whatever and stuff like that then if you like if you've got the, the ability you can like you can send them a text to say if you've got any questions uh, so that I can see that's that could be how you could use it in franchisee recruitment as well. So, oh, absolutely, yeah. yeah the recruitment piece is definitely really valuable because, like, again, you're not going to just sign up to be a, a franchisee. Like, there you're going to have mm. a ton of questions, and sure, like the websites that are built for these franchises are phenomenal, and I think that they work really well. But there's always going to be like, you know, when you're going into a business, you have questions. So being able to like, there could even be like a text was like, hey, come by the store. To, to talk to this franchise owner who's like one of your premier franchise owners so that way they can hear how someone has been successful with that franchise. So from the recruitment perspective, absolutely. From the um, 
from the business, like from the fran- from the individual yeah. franchise perspective, you're absolutely correct. Like I, um, I get so many messages for, um, my daughter's potential swim classes. They're like, come by for a free swim, um, to see how the school works for you and your daughter or, um, uh, what was another one? There's painting classes and there's so many different classes. So you could absolutely do that. I then also have like um, venues might be like, we're, we're putting on a free performance for, for kids or whatever it might be. Um, so yeah, it's definitely a great way to like get people into the store safely. Plus then they can also follow up like for that, like you said, kids activity, it could also be like, you know, make sure your kid has their mask, make sure the parents are yeah, yeah. va- whatever that might be to be safe. So I know that I don't look at my email every single time I'm leaving the house. But if I get a text message, like that's really important. Like, um, I know you can't see it right now, but like we have a snow day. My daughter's daycare sent me a text message saying, hey, we're off today because of the snow. Here are some activities that you can do. And I'm like, thank you. Like, this is phenomenal. Like I'm definitely going to go through this. Like there are so many different ways that SMS marketing can help franchises, not just on like the recruitment side, but also just to like get individuals into the doors or to buy from those franchises. Cool. Thank you. I think we've we've gone through everything that we said we we're going to go through. So, thank you so much for coming on to the show. I very much appreciate it. But how can people get in touch with you if they want to get in touch? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, you can feel free to include my information um, in the video where it's posted. Anyone can look me up online. Uh, LinkedIn is the easiest way. Um, Naveen Jane um, N A V I N J A I N. I'm at Clavio. Uh, my hashtag is SMS all day because I literally just live and breathe SMS. So you should be able to find me. Um, and you again can also include my email. I'm happy to connect with anyone who has any questions. Yeah, I'll include all the information in the show notes. Um, I'll put stuff up on the screen as well for people to see. Um, Perfect. And yeah, thank you so much for coming on the show. Well, I don't know what you think, Mark. I thought it was really interesting from what Naveen said there. And I think there's quite a few things which I took from the conversation where I hadn't really thought about text MSS um, messaging in that kind of way. Um, And I suppose ultimately it's how do you make it part of the overall marketing mix? That's the key thing, isn't it? Yeah, I I hadn't really thought about it at all um, in terms of how you could use it in marketing before I spoke to him. But then like he broke it down in so many different ways of like, this is how it's being used really well. And then the interesting thing was how it's been used within franchises could use it as well, especially especially within uh, franchise recruitment. Um, Yeah. So it's just so interesting. Well, I think in franchise recruitment, uh, the thing that he said, which um, I instantly thought about franchise recruitment was, um, is, is learning... The, the channels people communicate with. So probably all of us have different channels, like native channels that we use more than others. Mm. Um, some of us, it could be Facebook Messenger. Others, it might be WhatsApp. Some might want to communicate via email. Some people may still do telephone calls. I don't know if that's still a thing. Um, but some people may respond more by text messaging. And I, f- I think that's really interesting. I don't think there's many businesses out there that track how people respond to them and how people prefer to respond to them. And I think from a franchise recruitment point of view, we, we know how hard it is to um, to 
get into good conversation with leads once they come in. And it feels like text messaging really should be part of that follow-up process. Yeah, I think that's one of the key things I took away was from just working out and not sort of o- not overthinking it, but sort of going into it and thinking what each person, how each person will respond to like, an email or a text or, like you said, a Facebook message. And then just using that mode of communication with them. So for each person, just thinking about what's the best way to communicate with them rather than just send a, send everyone an email or send everyone a text. It's just in going down to the individual level and working it out. Yeah, and, and he also said about really trying instigate conversations and yeah. I think that's a really important part as well isn't it I think you can fall into a trap of um, probably being a bit too direct um, which has the ability to turn people off where I think if you're using it just to instigate an action to get someone to respond to tell someone to tell you they're still interested like call them back at a different time whatever it is um, I think that's the key thing isn't it, it going back to what we we're saying about dominoes it kind of works because every single text domino sends you is an offer so part of you is like, well, I'm probably not going to opt out of this because if I ever want to buy yeah. <laughs> I do want free pizzas for the price of one, that, that kind of thing. So there probably has to be some sort of value to it. You can't just text a very kind of open-ended generic message. There probably needs to be something hmm. which is going to instigate a response, a conversation, or, or make people want to remain like on that text messaging list, really. So what sectors within franchising do you think SMS marketing could work really well? Well, it, it, it seems to me that every franchise should be using text messaging in the franchise follow-up because, li- like we said, there are going to be some people that may respond to a text message but never respond to an email. It, like you said, you know, so many emails go to junk, and I've seen this loads in the franchise recruitment follow-up process where people are relying upon emails to be the thing that someone responds to, and it's how you follow up with them. But if those emails are constantly going to junk, like you're, you're never, ever going to get to the next stage. So it feels like text messaging has to be somewhere in that franchise recruitment process. I think that makes complete sense. From a customer point of view, I think SMS marketing probably lends itself to some sectors better than others, doesn't it? Um, I think the children's activity sector is an obvious one, whether you're using text messaging to remind people of a new term coming up and booking on, um, reminder of class times, that that kind of thing, that that makes a lot of sense. Um, I think retail, obviously, the food sector, um, like Domino's, like you said in the restaurant kind of yeah, text yeah. message you have offers all the time that makes complete sense um it is a, it is a sales tool isn't it i think one of the things mentioned was that it's a conversion tool and i think that's right so i think if you have existing customers who um you either want to attract back or it's a start of a new term or you've got a new offer that seems to me when sms is the the real kind of key thing to do and i think if there's any franchise business out there that that relies on customers coming back to them in that way um, they'd be silly not to be looking at using SMS marketing. Yeah, it's really interesting because it's uh, like, as I said before, it's something that I hadn't really considered. It's something I kind of thought was maybe a bit old and it had been done. But there's so many things you can do with it that I hadn't realised, um, and I, I totally hadn't realised that I'm getting these texts already because you kind of just see it and you don't really think about it. But yeah, it's really interesting to see like how it can be used. Yeah, hundred percent. Cool. So thank you, uh, Naveen, for coming on to the show. Thank you very much for watching as well. Remember, you can listen to this as a podcast. So you can go to, it's on our website. So it's coconut.marketing forward slash the dash franchise dash marketing dash show. Yeah. It was a mouthful, wasn't it? 
If you get a coconut, you're dot watching Martin, this already on the website anyway. Yeah, yeah, you're but you can just scroll down and you can listen to this as a podcast or um, on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are available. And don't forget to catch up on the previous episodes as well. And if you've got any questions or anything you want us to cover in pu- uh, future episodes, then feel free to get in touch. Just leave a comment. Cool. Thank you. That's it. Cheers, Mark. Thanks for coming. Cheers. See you next time. Bye.